Welcome back to the Vine Church podcast. Today we continue our studies in 1 Thessalonians, Paul, the Gospel and the Church. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at the Vine Church Heart. We'd love for you to join us over there. Good morning, everybody. In the good morning from Evangeline, you can say hi. No? Okay. She just waved. I don't know if it came on uh, too soon, but good morning, everybody, from me and Evangeline. I hope you're having a good Friday morning thus far, and I hope you have a great Friday um, for the rest of the day. Uh, Bye-bye, Jelly. Um, So this morning we're in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, still, um, and we're looking at verses, uh, just verse 23. So you do have your Bible, open up 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23. And this morning we're really going to be kind of uh, wrapping up, uh, or I suppose more tying together the two uh, ends from uh, uh, yesterday and the day before. So uh, verse 23 says this, Now may the God of peace himself, sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So as I say we're kind of wrapping up what we've already looked at so the other day on Wednesday I looked at um, this the the God of peace, the God of shalom, the God who brings um, not just a a surface level peace, I use the analogy of D-Day once, uh, or V-Day rather, once V-Day happened and victory was declared, we could say surface level there was peace because it wasn't wartime anymore, but it wasn't shalom. There there wasn't wholeness and restoration and harmony. That's really what the the Hebrew word shalom communicates. Uh, And God himself, God calls himself the the God of shalom. and, And this is what it says, the God of peace himself will sanctify you completely. Now, yesterday, Andy introduced us to this concept that has existed many times before in the church of uh, entire sanctification or full sanctification, that we can be entirely cleansed in this life. Now, as Andy pointed out, that's not what this is saying. Uh, So what is it saying then? What is uh, being communicated? What do we do here uh, and now while we wait for the redemption of our bodies? Well, really, the point is this. God is the God of Shalom, and he is uh, restoring our whole bodies um, back. So it says, may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless. May the whole thing be kept blameless. God is going to sanctify us wholly. Now, holy isn't the same thing as uh, 100%. Rather, it means every part. It's like There's another theological word, which you may have heard, to describe uh, the fallen nature of humanity, which is total depravity. Now, some people take the word total depravity to mean you are as evil as you can be, but that's not what it means at all. It means every part of you, your mind, your will, your reasoning, every part is fallen and depraved. So in the same way here, when it says sanctify you wholly or um, completely, it's not saying... uh, all of you to 100%, but rather every part of you. Now, there has been two kind of views uh, in church history, really, about uh, how many parts are there in, in the human body. So some people 
have taken what's called the, the tripartite view, the three parts view that you have a spirit and a soul and a body. Others have taken a, a bipartite view, two parts, a body and a soul slash spirit. Now, sometimes tripartites will go to verses like this, your spirit and your soul and your body, they seem to be distinct things. But I actually, uh, I'm, I'm more convinced by the, the two-part view. And so I don't think that Paul is saying here that we have three parts and our spirit's going to be sanctified and our soul and our body. Rather, these are kind of spirit and soul are two sides of the same coin. In the same way that we might talk about head knowledge and heart knowledge. We, we don't actually think that our, our heads do some thinking and our hearts do a different kind of thinking. We realize that all head knowledge and heart knowledge is actually all in the head, but it's kind of two dimensions of the same thing. And I think throughout the Bible, really, spirit and soul are used interchangeably for the same reason. The, the difference between them is a difference in emphasis, not a difference in body part. There's a big difference between your body and your soul. That's, that's, clear, that's clear enough, but spirit and soul are, are two sides of the same coin, if you like. They're, they're the, the non-material part of us. And so we can read kind of your whole spirit and your soul in the same way, as I say, that we might read um, both our head knowledge and our heart knowledge would be conformed to God is a, is a sentence we might say, but we're talking about the same thing, really. The whole thing with no God. So now we've got that out of the way. What does it mean then? to be sanctified, holy spirit, soul, and body. What does that look like in practice? Well, um, I know I keep saying in, in, in church history, but um, the reality is there's nothing new under the sun. And uh, if there's ever an error, it's often come before. And very early in the church, there was a view called Gnosticism, which basically taught that the spiritual world was good and the material world is bad. And so there became a, a, a school of Gnostics who basically said, look, knowledge is what God's come to give us, secret knowledge, secret information. It was very kind of um, esoteric. And so if you have that, then you can escape from this material world. And so the result is this physical body is meaningless. It's just a shell. Now, the funny thing is, this is really in vogue again. I, I, I see people say things like, just remember, you are not a body and a soul. You are a soul in a body. Nonsense, biblically. That's Gnosticism. The body is important. The body is part of us. But the Gnostics were saying, um, since your body is irrelevant, since it doesn't really do anything, that uh, the spiritual is what's important, as long as you've got the right knowledge, you can do what you like with your body. You can um, sleep around. You can uh, eat or drink whatever, even if it's damaging. You can um, just treat it badly. You can... Uh, abuse people you can uh, be disrespectful to those in authority to you because this material world is a bad thing that binds us what we really need is secret knowledge to escape and transcend this has uh, been articulated in a whole variety of ways throughout um, history really but the, the point is we can have a view that God sanctifies just the spiritual side as you become a Christian, as you grow in God, what changes is your spiritual being. But actually what's said here is every part of us, may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless. Use your bodies for good. Use your soul, your spirit for good. Be transformed 
the whole uh, in every every nine yards. So um, our mind, the way we think, we should think Christianly. Our emotions, the thing that drive us, they should we should feel Christianly. What we do with our body, how we treat other people, we should do that Christianly. Our reasoning, everything that we do, even the most mundane things in life, should be gone through that framework of what is fitting for a Christian to do. We're not like the Gnostics who said, well, as long as you know the right things, you can sleep with who you like. We're saying, no, uh, ethics, what we uh, know to be true, what we, how we live, what we, what we love, what we do, all of this comes from being sanctified by the God of peace. And as I say, the God of shalom, shalom is wholeness and harmony in all sectors, in all parts of us, in our body, in our spirit, in our soul, in our mind, in our heart, in our reason. Everything is to be brought into God's shalom. Think about how practical this is. May your whole spirit, soul and body be kept blameless in the way that you submit to your boss's authority, in the way that you go to work, in the way that you care for your family, in the way that you meditate on scripture, in the way that you pray. Basically, this is a, a summing up of all of life. Every area of life is being sanctified by God. And so every area of life needs to be brought into conformity with God's will. You don't get to say, I'm a Christian and I have faith and therefore I'm saved. And so now I'm going to go to the strip club. Now I'm going to go and gamble my savings away. There's no such thing as a Christian who believes the right things, but acts the wrong way. If you are a Christian believing the right things, um, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that so strongly, I suppose, because there are Christians who make mistakes, but there's a difference between intentionally going after those things and saying it's okay to believe the right things and do the wrong things. Um, rather, what we know and what we love should conform with how we act. So our spirit and our soul and our body is all uh, all one being sanctified completely. And so as Christians, as people who want to pursue God, let's apply this to our lives. Let's recognize the whole part of us, the whole of us, not just a part, is being sanctified. It affects every situation we find ourselves in. I mean, just take a minute to think about that. Every time you're, you're in a situation that changes throughout the day, so I was with my family this morning and then I um, came on to Men for the Master with the other men from the church. There's two different situations I've moved to. Why don't we try and think consciously, right? Here I am in a new situation, now with my family. How can I think Christianly? How can I act Christianly in this situation? As I come to do this, as I come to teach God's word, how can I do this in a way that honors God? I mean, one way you can see that uh, is if I were to, to teach this as though it's just a textbook and not mean anything in my own heart, that would be using my body, using the capabilities God has given me, using my faculties, but not speaking from the heart, that would be like it says, and may your whole body, and that's it, be kept blameless. But then if I just sat here reflecting on it for hours and, and never using what God has, God has done, never teaching it, um, or just saying, let's just all sit in a circle around a campfire and sing Kumbaya, then that would be, with no, with no practical element, then that would be uh, using my spirit and my soul, but not my body. And so every time we find ourselves in a new situation throughout today, just think, how can I in this situation act, think, do, 
uh, everything here Christianly. And I think that's a challenge, but I think we'll find huge blessing and reward when we do that. So, God of peace himself, sanctify us completely. And may our whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the God of Shalom. Lord, that you are sanctifying us completely, the whole of us, the spirit, the soul, the body, the mind, the reasoning, everything we have and everything we do, Lord, is to be brought into conformity with your will. So we pray that you would do this by your spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen.